0: Today we join the Universal Church and begin the Holy of Holy Weeks. But for us today, as we hear these readings, we're reminded and re-engage into the entrance of Jesus into Jerusalem. But I would like for us to begin to ask these questions and ponder together. Why me? Why does this matter? Because if we look very carefully and listen to the scriptures, we have to ask ourselves, if God is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present, then why did Jesus have to die? Why did Jesus have to die the most gruesome, most painful, and the most embarrassing way? Why? Because if he is God, if he's all-powerful, all-knowing, all-present, then couldn't he just snap his fingers and say this is all done? Couldn't he say this is all fixed and everything would go away and Jesus would not have to die on the cross? Jesus would not have to enter Jerusalem to prepare for his sacrifice, prepare for the most gruesome death in Roman history. Why me? Why does that matter? If we listen to that second reading we heard from the letter of St. Paul, we can begin for ourselves to understand why us, why were we so important to God, to Jesus Christ, that he himself became man and died on the cross for us. We hear from that letter that Jesus did not deem equality with God something to be grasped at. But rather, he emptied himself, took on the form of a slave. So what do we get? What do we understand from that? That Jesus existed with God before creation. He was there in relationship with God the Father, and there was no sense of competition between him and the Father. But instead, what existed between God the Father and Jesus was a relationship filled with love. So in that love, he desires and wants to share what he has with the Father to each and every one of us. But because we, through original sin, have decided to stray away farther and farther and farther away from God, Jesus embraced the obedience and the love of the Father, became man, took on the form of the slave, being the lowly of the low in society, but most importantly, becoming man to reach every one of us. The interesting part is no matter how far we have strayed, no matter how far we have left God the Father, no matter how far we've turned away from God's love, Jesus has come to seek each and every one of us. He's come in love to embrace and to draw all back to him. No matter how far we've left him, no matter how hard we've decided to turn away, to ignore God, he's come to seek and to find each and every one of us. And therefore he took on the form of the slave to be born as man so that he can restore each and every one of us back to that love relationship we were meant from the beginning. If we truly look and reflect in our hearts, we're never satisfied and content with everything that we do. There's always these yearnings, this expectation for more. Because what the world is providing for us does not satiate that desire. In the very intro of St. Augustine's Confession, he writes, my heart is restless until it rests in thee. We're meant for that relationship. We're meant for that more. And for that reason, Jesus Christ becomes man to help restore us back to that original more that we were meant to be. But to restore that, he himself has to show us what it means to authentically love. What is interesting is if we look at the gospel very carefully, he shows us what true love is. And it's very illustrated in the part, as we read the gospel in parts. Because you see, as the presider, there was not very many dialogue parts that come from it. There was very little. So we begin to see what love truly is because in that we see Jesus being ridiculed by the people who want him dead, who thinks he's committed blasphemy for calling himself the son of God. He's betrayed by his very people that he's come to save. We've called for the crucifixion of Jesus Christ We called for him to be put to death. And even worse, we've exchanged him for Barabbas, a known criminal, a known crook, the worst of society. But we didn't want Jesus, we want Barabbas to be released. And how he's then condemned to the worst sentence ever in Roman history, to be beaten, to be crucified, and left hanging on the cross to die. He did nothing wrong and was unjustly sentenced to the most difficult death possible known to man and then was killed for it. Jesus went through all of that because he loved us. Now put ourselves in Jesus' shoes. If we love Jesus that much, there's times when we are ridiculed by people around us because they don't like how we've loved or attempted to love our brothers and sisters. In loving God, in following the precepts of the church, in following Jesus Christ, there's days when people ridicule us. People make fun of us because we're blindly believing in this deity, this God that has no rationale, has no purpose. We're seen as the worst of the worst because we don't have any brain. We can't rationally understand and explain. We're just like children. We believe what we're taught. So we're no worse than than uneducated people, the lowly of the low, the thieves of society. We're every day unjustly condemned by the world around us. And then finally, we're killed from within because it makes it difficult and harder every day for us to love God the way he's called us to. So why are we here? Why are we celebrating the passion of our Lord and celebrating Palm Sunday, remembering his entry of triumph into Jerusalem? we're recalling our own story. We're recalling how God has loved us unconditionally and how through Jesus Christ, he wants to share that love with each and every one of us. It's not a theoretical concept to say God is love anymore, but it is now manifested and has shown us by his own example and by his own life, what true love is. Love is a sacrificial, unconditional gift of self, not wanting anything for ourselves, but wanting the best for the other. And if we look at that very carefully, Jesus shows us that in this passion narrative. He shows us how he's loved us unconditionally, that nothing is going to hinder himself from giving himself over completely to you and I. Even when we decide to reject Him, even when we decide to ignore Him, even if we decide to turn our back to Him, He is still looking and searching for us. So now, how do we respond to that gift? And how do we begin to respond to that love? Let us take this Holy Week to meditate on how much God has loved us how God has manifested that love in our life and how we too can truly respond to that love with a self-sacrificial, unconditional gift of ourselves back to God so that we can walk the journey that Jesus took up to Calvary, up to the Mount of Skulls and respond to his love with our own yes to his love every day and every moment of our life. Amen.